Kath. Hi, Dawn. So we're here at the kitchen table with baby Nico. Nico's in the house. So cute. The cutest. What a beautiful day. Summer is ending. The cicadas are starting to come out, though. Even though it's like 100 I degrees out, I still feel like I'm 50 years old, and I still feel that dread of the last week of August because school starts. Oh, you still have that smell <laughs> I that still anxiety? have that. I still have that anxiety that's... Uh, triggered by that weird smell of the end of summer into fall even though the summer I, even though i think the seasons are shifting yeah but i um that's funny There's i'm like almost 50 feeling. fucking years old and when i hear the buses so on september 2nd do you not oh sleep? i <laughs> i really hate that day oh but you were so i have so many great memories i mean i i had such a phobia at school and you would take me to the movies the night before. I think yeah. you should take me to the movies again. I should. I, should. I think we should keep that. When ritual. you were a little kid, I remember. Um, remember, I had a, uh, uh, I had a master key to the high school because I have figured out every single system <laughs> ever. Because you're, <laughs> an, the overlord. you're an overlord. You're an overlord. <laughs> and so, <laughs> by tenth grade, I <laughs> manipulated the master key to the school from the vice principal. <laughs> um so we could you know go into i never used i never used the student bathrooms ever in high school i only used the teacher's bathrooms but anyway when kathy was nervous about high school i would take her i took you and yeah. showed you where all of your classrooms were you were so good you're such a good this was like sister. before like we were yeah, in the funny. school nobody was in the school i had the key you i still like, had the key and it still worked don't worry about i wasn't this in teacher. school anymore this teacher's an asshole <laughs> You just do your thing. I wasn't in school anymore, and I was like, I think I have the key to the high school. Oh my god, Thomas, that's crazy. Yeah, you were. You were you not were responsible. Like we, we, I was very responsible. No, I locked no, the door when we left. You're not responsible for anything that happens in the past. If there was vandalism or anything, she didn't do that. Oh my god, no, 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 no. nothing like that. Oh, no, like, that's that's how you end up with the master key to the school. It's having the utmost respect and acting like an adult when you're that's you such know a big 15 years old. That was such it was a such not a big deal <laughs> to me. Anyway, okay, go but ahead. but I do remember in junior high when you were like seventh grade or something, yeah. and you were going to a new school, and right. you were like crying all day with your little anxiety and your little freckles, and, and my Mickey Mouse blanket, I'm sure, rubbing the edge. Yeah, yeah rubbing the edge right. still. <laughs> and I took it to the movies. We saw Can't Buy Me Love. Yes, <laughs> it was like our little date. Yes. There's five years between us. Well, speaking of five years between us, when, um, you know, the other day when I was weeding my garden and thinking like, I don't know why, like this tiny plot of land with, I go away for a couple weeks. It's Africa hot. I don't want to go out there and crabgrass kind of takes over and clovers and I get really pissed off. And it's so stupid. I go out there and I try to picture myself like Google Earth, you know, like, this one blade of grass <laughs> is giving me agita. See, I don't know. Your mind process and is so specific. Well, I, I just like I like it to look a certain way, even though I won't talk about my anxiety and dread and fear and tears over the fact that my magnolia has scale. And anybody out there that knows that can feel my no pain. Idea. It's like this no goddamn idea. It's it's a it's a bug that took over my tree and I don't know if it's gonna live so we're not gonna talk about that because I'll cry. But anyway, while I was weeding okay. and thinking about the world and like really, Don, uh, this blade of grass is gonna. It's like, <laughs> but I'm thinking like this is my teeny tiny part of the world right. that I have oh, a lot right. of pride in. Right. And even though it's teeny tiny to me, it feels really big. And then I just had this, you know, thought process about hmm. what is big, what is small. It's all perspective, etc. And um, hmm. I thought a good topic would, you know, to talk about small worlds. That's interesting that, you know, you do own the land you stand on. I always say that to people. I was like, wherever you are, wherever you're standing. Wherever you go, there you are. Buckaroo Banzai said that, not you. No, I didn't. I didn't say <laughs> that. I said, wherever you like you, you own the land you stand on. That's what I say. It means you that own the land you stand. Yeah. You are Yogi Berra. 
No, if you if I'm standing here, I'm responsible for the space. If I'm standing oh, I right see. now, okay. I, yeah. I'm the president of my own United States. It's like I am the president of right now, right here. And I think that it's such a beautiful way to express when you were gardening. First of all, that was a beautiful picture. If anybody's on Facebook, that was a great picture. Well, photo muse, Kristen really Reimer good. You look is beautiful. A She's not a photographer. She's a magician. She, Padau. Padau. Yeah. Um, that's a beautiful picture. Yeah. Is that, you know, having rest- if you can just be mindful in your space you're at it kind of collects itself throughout your moments so if right now right now my space is i have little baby nico in my arms this is so cute and i'm rocking him this is this is what i'm doing right now in this moment having this conversation and when i pass off baby nico it's like what's my next moment and going through each moment well it's very buddhist right yeah it's like uh, my favorite um, yeah it's very important I really mindful of every moment. I really enjoyed um, and loving it. Did we do the loving workshop together? Which workshop? Um, maybe not. Where it was, there was a walking meditation, and like literally did a, a oh slow yeah, that's walking called, meditation that's called, for hours. Uh, it's called open awareness meditation, and open awareness meditation is taught. Uh, it's a, it's it's a Buddhist. Uh, a type of meditation practice. Mm-hmm. practice is that where your eyes are open. And you're taught to just really not think, but look. And that's how you meditate. Because a lot of, I always say, I always uh, kind of uh, suggest this to people who have a hard time closing their eyes and meditating. They can't do the, "Mm," or they can't, their mind races. Is you can meditate with your eyes open. Just say, okay, yellow wall in your head, brown cabinet. It's like being mindful in your head. And then all of a sudden you just are able to observe yeah. And open awareness meditation is so good, especially in conflict when yeah. you're in conflict yeah. and you don't know how to react. And so you can you're learned how to do each individual moment, like rubbing the rubbing your fingers together. And um, maybe that's something we could do on Patreon is show how to do an open awareness meditation. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'll write that so down. I'll write that down because I think that's a really great thing to uh, It's to a teach. good practice, yeah. Um, somebody once told me if you don't want to go outside and walk in a circle with a bunch of people, usually all th- I don't know why they all wear, they insist on wearing white linen in those workshops. <laughs> so uh, one of the uh, ways that somebody told me if you don't want to go outside and walk in a circle with people right. in white linen. And I continue to say that yeah. you don't need yoga pants because yeah. I look bad in yoga pants. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> is that what's stopping me from doing yoga? That's um, the funny part. That washing dishes by hand is Amen. an excellent uh, yeah. meditation practice. Yeah, absolutely. That if you want to get used to being in the moment, because when we do the dishes, we're, we're just, we'll want to get done with the dishes. Right. And so the teacher was like, but you know think of it as you know that's what you need to do and be in the moment so when you wash dishes it's the only thing you need to do in that moment right right exactly so and i think that that's i think mindfulness is is really that's how you practice yeah it's really you could visualize yourself doing dishes when somebody's talking to you you don't want to hear what they have to say doing the dishes right now yeah scrubbing the pot (laughs) you know you do all these practices and I think that, you know, when it comes to meditation, I don't know if this is what we're talking about, but I'm just well, kind of right now. All right. So with meditation, and I think why people have a hard time is the expectation mm-hmm. of what it looks like when you're watching TV. You know, I meditate all the time. I think that's probably why I'm so loopy because I'm not here. And it's because you, you don't have to go zero to 60 and, you know, yeah. take each each practice is just start with the mindfulness. I'm yeah. getting in the car. All you have to do is say, I'm getting out of the door. I grab my keys. I'm opening the door. I'm walking down the stairways. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm going down the stairway. I'm going to open the car door. I'm going to turn, you know, put the yeah. key and put my seatbelt on. And if you say that in your head, yeah. you're practicing yeah. being mindful what you're doing every moment. And that relieves you of oh my God, when I get to work, I have five piles of, mm-hmm. you know, files I have to do, or yeah. I have to go teach a class and then I have to deal with the bureaucracy of my job, or I don't know what I'm going to do today, or I'm feeling depressed. Just think about every single yeah. moment. You know, years ago, I drove to Texas by myself there and back yeah. and people were like, oh my God, you're going to do that by yourself. And instead of feeling overwhelmed by that crazy challenge, which was two 15 hour days yeah. each way. Yeah. 
instead those four days you know there and back yeah um i treated it like a zen practice and what i mean by that is i was like i well i always had a plan b just in case something went wrong with my car Mm -hmm. so if there was a little fairy that said donna your car will be fine it would have been the best four days right i always had that little stress that something was going to happen and i was going to get murdered because of course at some point i'm listening to a you know, an audio book and it's a murder <laughs> mystery. Don't do that, people. That's free advice. It's like, oh, yeah, I w- I've always wanted, I don't read fiction that much. Right. So I was like in the car, I'm like, oh, I'm going to treat myself to fiction. And and somebody had recommended <laughs> this. Large Marge sent you. Oh, my God. That is not, I'm driving through Arkansas in the dark and it's about a serial killer. It was not good. But anyhow, um, I did treat it like a Zen meditation practice yeah. in that when you're driving and you're alone and you're going through states and you're really far away from home and you have to pay attention because I'm driving a little Yaris and there are tremendously large trucks. Right. (laughs) And I could get blown off the road. You have to stay in the moment. And so I, it really was a meditation of mindfulness of staying in the moment. And instead of feeling, um, Oh, I'm not there yet. Am I there yet? Am I there Uh, yet? I'm here now. That expectation of the future. I'm here now. How many times have we done that? Are we there yet? Are, Are we, we there, there yet? yet? Halfway Stop there. It. I'm here now. And that's why I think uh, dad was certainly not a Buddhist, but I, if you ask dad anytime, anywhere we in could the have been journey, five seconds we away, been, we could have been just in the car or just arriving. And if you said, are we there yet? He'd, he'd say, say halfway, halfway there. You're halfway there. <laughs> halfway. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's so funny. He's like, that is a, a natural natural response you know that we always expect we won't we're so we anticipate so much of the destined the final destination that's a great example yeah we don't enjoy the journey i know that's cheesy and cliche but it's really true and that's exactly what you're saying you're like i just have to get to texas instead you used it as a practice to be more mindful yeah you said you know what this how can i use this opportunity to to kind of enhance uh, something yeah and i think that's awesome uh, I have I I do not travel well by myself. Yeah, you I don't have. travel well with people either. No, I do travel well with you, people. You, how old are we? You still want me to hold your hand in the airport? Don't judge me. <laughs> it's not about people. She's afraid of getting lost. I'm afraid of getting lost. Yeah. It's not. It has nothing to do with people. I mean, I travel. I have a good time. <sighs> I just don't want to get lost because I got lost phone. at a Duran Duran concert. I. You know what? I. You have been smarty pants all morning <laughs> with my math. You are. So uh, because I I had all these experiences that frightened me and I had to go to Arizona by myself Mm -hmm. and the anxiety of the thought of going by myself. I lost my luggage. I I left it in the rental car. No, I I left it in the rental car place. Drove off with it. (laughs) So it was literally in the parking spot. So (laughs) I was I was helping my sister, my other sister. And it was an emergency, whatever visit. So I'm, I'm freaking out that I'm by myself. I'm now have to drive two hours to get to Flagstaff from Phoenix or wherever I was. And I'm driving like two o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. windy road. There's nobody there. I'm like, oh my God. So instead of being mindful, I just cried the entire time. It was right. so productive. And then I realized when I, I realized I forgot my clothes, I was nervous. And that was before GPS. Right. Yeah. So I had a map. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. That was back in the day when we used maps. Yeah. And I get to Flagstaff and I realize I don't have any clothes. I have all the stuff to do. I'm traveling by myself. I have no idea where I am. And I kept it together. That's why you feel together. like the world is really big. The world was <laughs> ginormous. Yeah. And it was so overwhelming. And yeah. it was such a lot. I mean, I was in my early 20s early 30s i mean i really wasn't in that mindset to think about mindfulness i was thinking about survival yeah i was in survival mode yeah you were in survival mode it wasn't long after we moved in together yeah after you were it was pretty traumatic but yeah but so we moved on from that but i i do i still get that like oh i gotta travel i'm being i'm better Mm -hmm. i'm better but i think that uh one of my goals is in my lifetime is to do more adventures by myself Ooh. outside New York State. Whoa. Everybody calm down. Whoa. I'm going to master this. I got this. No phone, no, no map. Phone, no Wait a second. <laughs> we just I am not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the amazing race with, with, 
with mom. Okay, I'm not doing the Amazing Race. Okay. Or it can be if for you ten dollars a month. <laughs> Sign on to Patreon if you want to watch mom or make Kathy. A, make an ass cry in the middle of a street. <laughs> I don't That's know. so funny. Donna, I don't know where I am. Oh, my gosh. I think GPS is the best thing they ever invented. Yeah. When they came out with GPS, like, all of a sudden, I feel so free. Yeah. Uh, it's such an... It's, isn't that funny when somebody asks, what was your... Not a phone. Not anything. Nah. GPS. Absolute yeah. awesome. On awesome. the other hand, I, I always I'm like to grateful find my way. on a regular basis that there was no portable video recording devices when I was young. Thank God. Uh, for me, too. Yeah. Because you would record me doing everything. <laughs> I would be more traumatized. <laughs> Donna has more pictures of me in the bathroom, in the shower, in the whatever. Yeah. Again, for $10 <laughs> a month. <laughs> onto Patreon. There will be no nudie bathroom <laughs> pictures. No, but actually, maybe the Throwback Thursday picture. No, I don't think so. Tomorrow, I think will the be... sisters are out. We no, are no, no longer I have a good. Be... I have a good. Like, I'll I'll show it to you during uh, the break. You I know to... what it is. It's gonna be fun. No, I don't think you've seen no, it yet. I... Seen what? What is happening? They're doing something to me. I need all the listeners to oh, let's save take me. a break so I can show you the picture. Oh my god, I don't like this. Bye. All right, found the picture. That's a good one. I'm silent right now. <laughs> That'll be tomorrow. I'm, I'm doing a sit-in right now. Throwback Thursday. It'll be good. Oh. So I thought of a story that I started to ask you if you remembered this that hap- this thing that happened about Small World. And sometimes our age difference is meaningless and we look like twins and act like twins right. and have shared memories. But every once in a while, our five years really does create quite a gap. Hmm. Interesting. And this is one of those instances because I was 11 years old, which would have made you five or six at the time. And this is a story about small world. Okay. Listening. Okay. And action. (laughs) So here's the scene. Oh, um, our great grandmother. What? We still didn't do the disclaimer. Oh, shit. Listen, uh, people got to know by now, we're not responsible. It's entertainment (laughs) purposes only. Uh, We're not medical professionals. Uh, We're not psychotherapists. Yeah. Is there anything else that I missed out? So we're disclaiming that. Okay. Entertainment purposes only. Okay. Entertainment purposes. No, it's fine. That was very responsible, Roz. We rely on you to be our... That's Our right. Business Thank you. Side of oh, we things. love everybody. Thank you. We love so all of us. Where the fuck was I? We want everybody happy. Okay. Right. Um, so here's the scene. Our great grandmother, who we called Yaya, uh, was only 40 years difference between my mother and her because she was the oldest of the oldest. And I am the oldest of the oldest of the oldest which means that my great-grandmother was actually only, like, barely 60. I did not follow that. <laughs> I don't have... I, was t- I could literally so try to figure that math out, and I know who you're talking about. Mom but that's okay. was 20. Okay. Our mom was 26 when she had me, but her mother had her when she was 20. Got it. Her mother had her when she was 20. Got it. Okay. Got it. Okay. So, uh, much like you, young grandmother, mm-hmm. it was the same situation. Very glamorous. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So, um, if Nico has a child at 20, it's that situation. Right. So, it was a lot. It was young. Um, our great-grandmother is Greek. Our great-grandmother came from a tiny island off of one of the smaller islands. Right. Lesbos. In, uh, no. Yes, that's what mom said. Mom's a liar. That's not where she's from. That was a big island. um, So was it a small island off of Lesbos? Okay, so that's not totally But like a a tiny, teeny, tiny island. Okay. Um, She was 12 years old when she literally escaped. She was betrothed to her third cousin here in uh, New York City. And uh, she was literally like thrown on a boat at 12 with no possessions. Um, and landed and um, basically married her cousin for safety. And then they had five children. They had five girls right. together. And now, <clears throat> anyway, so very Greek. They lived in Astoria, Queens. Um, in, in her mind, 
not only did people have to stay within their race. Yeah. Kathy yeah. caused a lot of trauma to her for actually liking a black boy. I remember. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. Yeah. And I um, stand by it. <laughs> I am stand by it. And uh, she also strongly believed in staying it with your tribe, meaning her yep. Greeks. Yeah. Okay. The fact that my dad was Italian. Yeah. Was a mixed marriage in her mind. Right. That was back in the day, Don. Right. Dad came from Bensonhurst, Brooklyn. And mom and dad were considered a mixed marriage, which is fucking insane. And both our parents wanted to not raise their children I in that right. way, right. even though dad was a little bit, a uh, little bit closed minded when it came to a lot of stuff. But for the most part, he was open minded and they basically moved upstate New York right. to right. not have their kids um, pigeonholed like yeah. they were. I'm grateful for things. that. Yeah, grateful, grateful for that. For that. What I wasn't grateful for is that my mother, our mother, did not want to teach us Greek. She insisted that her children were American because she was always taught in her house that she was Greek first. I mean, they were right. Americans. And Yaya was a proud American yes. citizen. Yes, she was. She went back to Greece only once in her adult life. She came back and she kissed the ground at JFK. Right. Did you know that? No. Yeah, she was like, Aww. I'm never leaving this country. This is the Aww. best country. And she would test me as a little kid, like about the Constitution and shit with her Greek accent, <laughs> because she was like, you need to be a good American. This yeah. is the best country. And she's not wrong. And so, um, <laughs> but... Uh, she always yelled at me in Greek, though. Yeah, she definitely... She, my mother spoke Greek. My mother always said she spoke pidgin Greek. This is important to the story. Mom said she spoke pidgin Greek. So right. when we would go to Greek Orthodox right. Church, there would be a lot of people who were like, what? Yeah. You know, because her dialect was right. very odd. Right. Okay. And um, Yaya... And mom spoke Greek. Yaya insisted on her daughters and granddaughter going to Greek school. And that's what my mother, my mother, to spite her grandmother, who was who raised her as her mother, um, would not teach us Greek. And that just bothered Yaya so much. Yeah. So uh, we knew no Greek, but right. we knew culturally. Greek. Right. OK, so Donna goes to fifth grade. There's a new girl. Her name is Aisha. Aisha and Donna look a lot alike. Dark hair, unibrows. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> Caterpillar. <laughs> Caterpillars. And, um, uh, you know, I was quiet. You guys did look a lot we, alike. We looked a lot alike. I didn't even alike. think about yeah. that, yeah. And so I'm pretty sure that's why I was assigned to her. Plus, I was kind of nice and teacher's pet. Right. Right? I was teacher's pet. So Aisha and I hit it off right away, and she invited me to her house after school one day and her mother's name was Nouveau who was uh, so glamorous <gasps> so glamorous I, she walked with a pearl cane because it was a beautiful accessory <laughs> I wanted to be like her I actually I'm positive she influenced me always, oh, she, always she never left the house without perfume right she was always made up she was kind of the opposite of my mom because that would my be opposite. Mom, my mom was like a PTA mom who was bowling and never <laughs> wore makeup. And uh, so Nouveau is very, uh, very glamorous. And her father was Attila. And Attila, they were Turkish. Okay. And oh, Aisha. And, and so Aisha, uh, 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 so they invited me over. And I was so excited that they um, ate their rice with yogurt with plain yogurt yeah, that's what we do which right. was the american kids were like you know because yeah. our my big fat greek wedding was yes. very much like yes it was was like my life as a little kid my our other grandmother would be dressed all in black picking dandelions in <laughs> 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 front when the when the bus would pick us right. up and they'd right. be like what is that witch doing and i was like oh my god i was mortified and, you know, having pasticho for in my right. lunchbox, not, I was so jealous of the Oscar peanut Meyer. Butter, yeah, and peanut, the peanut butter, butter jelly. jelly. Yeah. We didn't get um, that. No, no, we had pasticho, right? And so, um, anyway, so I was so excited that culturally we had so much in common. And um, her father was like, oh, you're Greek. Okay, that's interesting. Good, blah, blah, blah. So, when I said that, so anyway, uh, I invite Aisha over to the house mm -hmm. and my the first time Aisha came over to the house my mother said oh you're Turkish she said do you speak Turkish she does speak Turkish my mother and Aisha could communicate with each other the oh, dialect was very similar 
us coming to the small world part of things. So uh, Aisha becomes a regular at our house. We are best bestie, inseparable mm-hmm. best friends. Um, and one Yaya comes over to visit as they, you know, she did back then for a month at a time. And lo and behold, Aisha meets Yaya. She's a nice girl. She's a nice girl. She like Yaya right. likes her. She's a nice girl. Then Aisha calls her father from our telephone. And while Aisha's on the phone with Attila in Turkish telling him that she's done. Now, we live in Fishkill, New York. Right. Okay. Um, Yaya immediately starts screaming screaming i don't know what the fuck she's screaming and my mother is like like um yelling at her in english she's just a girl she's just a girl oh my god i got chills i don't know what's going on yaya is fucking losing her mind like screaming screaming and yelling things in greek and aisha starts crying because she understands what yaya is saying to her and Yaya is telling her that she is the daughter of murderers. <gasps> and she is oh my God, a killer. Tara. And she is. <laughs> so my mother is trying to mediate this situation. Yaya and mom is holding Aisha, saying, It's okay, yeah. it's okay. Aisha goes into my room crying. Attila comes over, and Attila is a psychiatrist. The reason why he actually is in the areas he specialized the dad. the dad right and he specialized in um like prisoner he worked at green oh, Haven prison yeah interesting. and he had psychiatry right experience or something and they brought him over for a specific reason right. i don't know this is fascinating i had no I idea know. i had so, no idea and you're a little kid you have no you're playing with your people your little people i love my, <laughs> my gordon little people <laughs> that's where the black your system influence comes from gordon i and, love uh, him oh so hot so uh, yeah, we can we can trace back all of Kathy's <laughs> crushes back to Gordon, the when bald does, black. When guy. he does push-ups and he counts, I'm done. I was four years old, going, "That's interesting." Go ahead. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, so Attila comes, and it turns out that well, the reason why, after a lot of talking and Attila trying to deal with Mayaya, who is a screaming maniac, that's crazy. Um, that little island that they lived on was half Turkish and half Greek. And Yaya, all of her brothers were murdered. Oh my the God. The church, everything was burned down to the ground. That's why there are no records. She has no records of her birth. No, nothing. When I, I say she nothing about my, this is she like escaped ancestry.com yeah. at the kitchen so table. When Yaya would get mad at us as little kids, she would call us little Turks. Oh, she called me Melonhead. Yeah. Narfoster <laughs> yeah. Carpuzzi. That's yeah. all I knew my whole life that I was like Narfoster Carpuzzi. Yeah. And then in therapy, I'm crying. And I told mom, I'm like, why were you guys insistently yelling at me in Greek? And she, I was like, am I a loser? Like, what did you call me? They're like, oh, a Melonhead. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Traumatized by being so called a Melonhead. She was, she had had never heard anyone else with that specific dialect until oh. that 10 year old girl oh. called her dad it was like a ptsd it, it was, was P- a total ptsd she had ptsd totally moment. oh wow and so of all the places in the world yeah like that little island attila's family comes from that island wow so where did they work that out yes luckily they did work that out um luckily attila was a psychiatrist <laughs> so um yeah well, it took maybe yaya, yaya needed that it, maybe that's something she needed to yeah. that's that's got to circle be that trauma yeah but i it was a lot of screaming a lot of screaming in greek how was aisha afterwards Oh, uh, Aisha, there was a lot of mediation and understanding and compassion. It really was a lesson in compassion. And uh, Aisha was a very uh, empathetic and sympathetic and compassionate little girl. And she felt somehow responsible for Yaya's trauma. So, um, but we worked through that. And, you know, we stayed friends until she moved away. We're friends on Instagram now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, she That's lives an amazing story. I actually should reach out to her and tell her I'm talking about her. Um, you should. You know, I what's interesting is I, I'm I'm literally listening in fascination, not only because it's my family, but that as a young child that everybody has a story because I didn't know Yaya's story. Yeah. I don't know Yaya's story. I only know Yaya right. as the caregiver. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he was as, my caregiver. As the matriarch who uh, and, yelled and at us all the time. Yeah, but she loved, you know, she yeah. loved us. And I don't, but I, I think I was too young. But it's amazing when, you know, like how Yaya functioned with that trauma. Like, I can't imagine losing you guys. Like, that's that's just like, oh, my God. Like, I can't yeah. imagine. And losing right. her brothers. And then feeling alone and trying to figure out what think about where you are at 12 years old i was water skiing right oh i was just having this conversation i was siphoning gas from the car yeah to the the tank gas tank for the boat that's what i was doing at 12 learning how to siphon gas and i'm like you know fun for fun Mm -hmm. and i think that's crazy that i was taught that at 12 years old but it's i was at 12 i was just all about fun and having a good time and i'm grateful for that i hope lester we Right. But, but we all have our moments in life where you have to go through some kind of trauma or something to grow or to think or to be or to whatever the situation is. But my heart goes out to her. My heart, you know, I know that she's passed, but I know she, I could feel her. She often comes to me, uh, you know, is her dolly moo, you know, mm-hmm. we're all dolly moos and baby dolls. And I think that, I think it's just, I th- not underestimating what, your family members in the past, your history of, of what they go through, mm-hmm. what they've had to go through. And I think about, about us now and I look at Nico and I'm like, oh my gosh, what is he going to go through? And is he going to know what his grandmother's like? You know, it's so weird. Yeah. Like your grandmother was crazy, Nico. And yeah. she, you know, did this and she did that. But she I doesn't know the difference between multiply and divide. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. We won't tell him that. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> but she was fun. Well, you know, she was I fun. Think we live in a you know, different day and age. We're open books. Most of us are open books. Most yeah. of us well, share history. Yeah. The world through the internet is a big exactly. place um, that, you know, I, I, Greece was only a place in movies or on right, the map, right. on the classroom, yeah. you know? So, yeah. So it's, anyway, it's amazing. It's, you never know. Small yeah. world. Wouldn't want to paint it. Wouldn't want to paint Stephen it. Wright. Right. So do you want to hear my story about small world? Yeah. Okay. I have another fun one about small world. But Do you want to go first? No, go I don't ahead. know if I can, art- I can articulate this. Okay. Okay. So it's not really, it's such a small world. It's like immediate, like the world is so small that I'm literally, it's happening at that moment. So what happens is that I go through these periods where people validate me because mm-hmm. I go through, it's an ebb and flow where I'm really, really busy. And then, you know, I'll have a downtime and then I'm really, really busy. So I got a lot of calls from validation from the readings I've done. Yeah. And people will, I'll do this great reading and people will say, uh, you know, maybe we talked about that, blah, 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 whatever. And then a year later, they're like, oh my God, everything yeah. you said came to fruition. So this happened to me twice. Okay. And then I c- kind of, do I doubt myself as a psychic that I didn't know this? So let me just segue on that one. <clears throat> so I do the psychic party and this was maybe a year ago. And I'm sitting with this guy and his energy was tremendous. Well, first of all, when you say psychic party, it's not a party with psychics having cocktails. <laughs> like, <laughs> May, no, it's not. <laughs> I just pictured, I pictured a Do far side my cartoon. Ball? Yeah. <laughs> no, explain what a psychic a party psychic is. A psychic party is that I go to people's houses and they host a party and then I go into one area and I do readings and it's really fun. And then, when people are done with their readings, they go back and they have snack and they share the experience. So I've been doing this for many, 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 many years. And so this is going back not too long ago because I just got a validation from this gentleman. So I did this reading about a year ago and his energy was tremendous. He was great energy. Um, he, I, I, he was going to be a famous person. And I don't say that. I don't, I'm not going to tell you, oh, you're going to be, you know, this. But yeah. I looked at him and I was like, okay, you have an issue with alcohol. You got to cut your alcohol down. It's going to stop you from being very popular, very famous. I said, you're going to move. You're going to do all this good stuff. I don't want to get too specific because I don't know where he is. I don't want to, you know, I have to get yeah. permission. Not that you know who I'm talking about. So basically he was going to move to the West. He, but instead of his expectation of doing a um, stand-up uh, entertainment, he was going to be doing writing and doing something even better. And I said, you've got to focus on that. And then I said, <laughs> your girlfriend ain't too great, though. Yeah. 
And all of a sudden, he's his face dropped. I'm like, she really wants you to get married. I think that's good. You know, I'm not here to tell you what to do, but blah, 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 blah. And so he's like, you know, I've been feeling that. I was validating his feelings. Then, and then our reading was done. It was great. I had a great time. So this girl comes up, and I'm reading her. Great energy. Great, great energy. Very easy. And I'm like, you're really uh, very codependent on your relationship. And I said... I don't know about your relationship. I think you're too needy with this relationship, right? And I'm talking about, it's all about her relationship. And then I go, was that guy that I read your boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, yes. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> I went, uh-oh. I was so awkward because I'm telling him. Yeah. And then now I'm in the same room with both of them. And then, you know, like when we go mingle downstairs yeah, yeah. and I was like, Henry, pack up my stuff. We got to go. We got to go right now. <laughs> so... That happened and that validation of a small world, like here I am psychically having to send this message and it's right in front of my face. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, how do you handle that? Like, I didn't know how to handle it. It was so awkward. And so that wasn't the first time that happened. And I thought I learned my lesson. So I used to work at a shop and this guy comes in. It's always the guy that I'm always like, I think when men do that, I think it's great. I think when they're in it, they're in it. This guy was tremendous energy. He was a firefighter. He came, he had a great Irish fan, like just really great community, really loving life. And I said, your girlfriend's crazy. Hmm. And I was like, she's, I said, she's really violent. I said, I think you're intimidated by her. And I'm reading her. Did I ever date a firefighter? No. I was like, she's crazy. (laughs) And I'm talking about her and I'm talking about, and I can't stop saying like, I don't think this is safe for you. I think she's going to be violent towards you. And he's like this buff fire guy. Mm -hmm. And he's like, he's like, huh? Like he didn't say yes or no. So he's like, my girlfriend's right, right earshot of this reading. And I said, oh, I don't think she heard me. Don't say anything because I don't want her mad at me. (laughs) She's really bipolar. Like she was crazy. So this was the first time he did a reading. So he was kind of like brushing it off. Like who went like whatever. She comes in and it validated everything I said. I said, you're really an angry person and, you know, things are going to happen, blah, blah, blah. He comes back to the shop not even two weeks later. I was, she, he said, you're the lady I saw a couple of weeks ago. I've been waiting for you to work. And I said, well, are you okay? What's going on? He's like, um, an old friend of mine just called me out of the blue. It happened to be a girl. And my girlfriend just trashed my car, like broke the headlights, did everything I said. And I said, oh, my God, are you okay? He's like, actually, no, I'm not. But because of your reading, I broke up with her and knew that I was going to be in another relationship and I'm going to go be with this girl that I've been Uh wanting to be with. And I was like, oh, my God. I said, that's crazy. So as far as the small world, it's like be mindful what you say (laughs) in front of other people because you don't know the connection. Yes. That's the small world. That's happened to me so many times. And now I'm like, I always ask, are you with somebody here? (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to be afraid when I leave the door. I mean, it's really crazy. And and it's just like everything is validating right now. And and just being mindful who you talk about, what you talk about, Mm -hmm. what you see, because it could be anybody in the room. It yeah. could be anybody. And luckily, I think I have a good instinct, but I don't think so. I mean, I'm lucky. I'm glad I helped that guy. And I helped the other guy, too. So yeah. I think it's good. Those are my stories. My, my, my other small world story is funny. It's funnier. Well, it I, was, the mine wasn't funny. Mine was like, oh, my God. Oh, oh, we have to. Sophie is telling us we have to take a break. We ha- why do we have to take a break? Okay. We're we have to take, take a, break. a break. Take a break. When we come back, I'm going to tell you about a small world. One in eight million. How about that? One in eight million. One in eight million. Hi, this is Kathy from The Sisters Are In. It's, you know, it's that time. It's October. I said it's the time for psychic parties. And no, not a lot of psychics hanging around, you know, drinking. Just so you know, it's not October. It's August. But October's around the corner. (laughs) (laughs) well you have to book now that's what i'm saying if you're interested in having a party or having the sisters are in and record at your house and do a mixer we can do that as well so events and and are planning and getting booked up so that's why i want to do this now in august so that we are ready for october 
Okay. So just contact us at www. <laughs> no, the sisters are in at Gmail. The sisters are in at Gmail. And or if you're on Facebook, you can message us. You could DM on Instagram, too. Absolutely. So we're looking forward to hearing from you. And for all those people who have called and who have had readings and who are active in our podcast, I just want to say thank you so much. It's been awesome. We're doing great work. All right. Thanks so much. Oh, we're back. We're back with my... I have to be mindful who I'm psychic with. What? You already said what? that. I did? Yes, you Fuck. did. We already right. said Skip that. that. Skip that. That was the end. Oh, I'm at the now end. Did you know your story? Beginning. When Jesus we take Christ. breaks, it confuses me. Okay, go ahead. It throws oh me off my, my game. Oh, my God. I'm so thrown off my game right oh now. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so it's about mm, 13 years ago now. Oh. Long time ago. Okay. Long time ago. Uh, actually probably more like 14 or 15 years now that I think about it. Anyway, um, around that time, yeah. uh, before I, you know, before I really had a house and I had money to spend, I would go to like 10 Yankee games a year with a friends and we had a package deal. She got pregnant, uh, from the time that we bought the tickets okay. and then till August when she was nine months pregnant and oh. did not, or eight months pregnant, it was too much for her to continue right. to go. So this particular beautiful weekend, I had two tickets to a Tampa Bay game versus the Yankees. Uh-huh. And, um, I was going to go by myself because why not? Right. And I didn't have anybody to go with. We were at a friend's house and our friends, Uh, said I'm going in the city to be by myself they had a friend who had an apartment and she was going to spend the weekend Uh away from her wife and her two kids Uh and enjoy like just a relaxing weekend in the city by herself to get a break and she was Uh like I would normally she's like normally I would go to the game with you but my whole family are Mets fans oh that's terrible and so I can't go and I was like what do you mean you can't go like I've been to City Field like I've been to Shea Stadium. Right. Actually, it wasn't City Field then. I've right. been to Shea Stadium. Like, I, what? She's like, oh, you don't understand. I was like, no, no, no. I, fu- I fucking understand. <laughs> like, I get that. But who's going to know? Like, all, her whole family's she from New Jersey. She just Mark glasses yeah. and the mustache. So her whole, her. her whole fucking family's from New Jersey. Like, what the fuck would they know? Right. If they're, they're not going to be anywhere near the Tampa Bay Yankee game mm-hmm. on this Saturday afternoon. So... We decide, she's like, okay, I'm going to make a decision. We were taking the train down together anyway. Okay. And I was going to pay the ticket forward if she wasn't going to go and I'd go by myself or, and then I was going to meet her in the city afterwards anyway. Right. And I was spending the night with her down there because we were going to make it a fun weekend. So we're on the train. It's a gorgeous day. And she's like, oh my gosh, it's so beautiful out. It's not humid. It's cool. It's sunny perfect day for baseball she's like you know what i will go with you and she was like where we're sitting are there television cameras i'm like no 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 we're way up in the nosebleeds like we're in the back of the bus so she's like i am gonna go with you so we go to the game and it was the funnest fun game ever it was like a really good baseball game we were surrounded by this puerto rican family um, from the Bronx, they were Fun. hilarious. Fun. They were literally passing babies from oh. one side <laughs> of the road to the other. Sounds like and us. And we were right in the middle of them. We ate with them. Aww. We held their babies. How great! It is was it? super fun, That's and fun. it was such a fun memorable. Thing. Right. And um, she was really into the game, and she was like, "Tell me about this player. Tell me about that player." Really got into it, and I'm wearing my Derek Jeter T-shirt. And I love my Cracker Jacks. This is important. So I have my Cracker Jacks, but I don't eat it all because the Puerto Ricans are feeding me. Right. And they're feeding me. When I say we ate with them, we didn't eat from the vendors. Like they had, they had stuff in aluminum foil. (laughs) Yes, mama. I will eat what you have in your (laughs) aluminum foil. We shared the most delicious pepito. I don't fucking know what it was. It was so good. Anyway. So, my friend turns to me and says, as a thank you, I'd love to take you out to dinner in Little Italy at my favorite restaurant. Oh, and I was like, yeah, let's do it. 
we'll go to Canal Street. I'll buy some uh, fake purses. You know, like, let's, that'll be great. Again, perfect day. Gets out at, like, 5 o'clock. It's perfect. We take the subway down. We're having a great time. I um, <laughs> change. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you hear that? Sophie just let out the biggest fart <laughs> ever. <laughs> That was crazy. You woke the I baby up with your fart. choked on my <laughs> seltzer. <laughs> what the hell? A dead rat came out of your ass. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Take a break. I take a break. Let's take a break. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're opting... <laughs> To keep the fart in. <laughs> We're keeping. It was definitely uh, boardroom all approved. Absolutely. It's <laughs> <laughs> really funny. Okay. Oh, my God. Poor Sophie's so tired. Her body is just like, she's like, <laughs> I'm just so tired. She's <laughs> got a new mother like, I don't care. <laughs> After I gave birth, my farts got really loud. <laughs> I don't. I think before birth, your farts were loud. Oh, okay. my God. That is funny. I, the funny part is that nothing picks up on the mic and you're <laughs> sitting and that's how loud it was. All right. So we can move on. All right. Okay. It happened. It uh, happened. Take, take a deep breath. It happened. I do think we should call this episode fart. fart. I agree. Yeah. It should be fart. But we're not going to. Oh. Okay. Sophie's looking at Sophie's us. Sophie's like, like, are you crazy? I don't know if people are going to click on it. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, fart? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> so inspiring. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. The, it's called the sister's fart. <laughs> it's actually the sisters aren't farting. It's Sophie. <laughs> Sophie's, Sophie oh. fart. Sophie's fart. It should be so fart. So, <laughs> so fart. <laughs> so long, so fart. <laughs> okay. Okay. Where was <sighs> I? We got to calm down. All right. We're calming okay. down. Okay. You were in Little Italy. You're in Little Italy. Oh, I was on yeah, my way little Italy. Yeah, Little Italy. Okay. Little Italy. So um, luckily I had a change of clothes in my bag. And so on the, s- on the train, um, I, I managed to stealthily like change my shirt before uh going to dinner but i still had my half eaten bag of cracker jacks okay okay in my hand i had my backpack let that go no because i like the peanuts really a lot so um we're walking around now the population of manhattan okay on a a weekend is about eight million people okay probably more probably more more now maybe but with the bridge and tunnel who come mm-hmm. in, right? It's probably about 8 million. Right. Okay. So take the train all the way down. We're walking around. We're in Little Italy at the time, and it's a beautiful summer day. So it is very crowded. There's, it's close to traffic, so people are walking on the streets. And out of nowhere, my friend gets yelled the n- her name. Right. We hear her name. Right. She's like, oh, my God, that's my Aunt Anna. <laughs> Oh, my God, what are the chances? It was happy reunion. Right. Happy, happy. Right. Oh, my God, what's happening? And the relative of our my friend was like, oh, my God, we're all here celebrating your cousin's birthday. You got to stop in and say hi. And we were so excited. We were like, oh, my gosh, how yeah. fun is that? That's right. so fun. So we go to the back of this restaurant. And there's got to be like, I don't know, 20 of them back there. And it's like a family reunion. There's some people who she hadn't seen in a long time right. because she lives upstate near us. And Don, this is Donna. This is how nice to meet you. Blah, 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 blah. And one of her relatives who was sitting at the head of the table really far away was staring at me <gasps> and staring at my Cracker Jacks. Uh-oh. They're like detectives. Yes. <laughs> they were like detectives. And he said to her, so what'd you do this afternoon? Oh, my God. And she was like, oh, we took the train down. I'm staying on the west side. And he's like, uh-huh. What's in your hand to me? And I was like, oh, a snack. He's like, you can't buy that. You can't buy that big of a bag. You know why? Because of all the relatives, he's the in-law. He's a Yankee fan. He knew that bag came from Yankee Stadium. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, you can't buy that. 
where did you buy that? I was like, a bodega. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> and then his wife right. was looking at him and looking at us and looking at him and looking at us and declared really loudly, you were at the Yankee game. <laughs> and my friend just went pale. <laughs> and they were like, how could you? How could you? These motherfuckers don't live in New York, okay? That's crazy. We were caught. You were caught. Completely caught. Crack, crackerjack handed. Oh, my God. So so what so happened? So I basically had to say, well, I tricked her. Like, I had to You try. totally took it for the I team. Told, oh, I told, oh, what do I care for these fucking people? Right, right. So right. I was like, yeah. yeah, first of all, yeah, motherfuckers, the Mets suck. Okay, <laughs> number one. Number Did they two, throw food at you? No, they didn't, oh. but there was a lot of like, Tench. a lot of guilt thrown at my friends. That they were like, cr- how could you go into that stadium? How could you go? And I was like, Donna would do the same thing. I know. What do you mean, how would you? No, no. Listen, I've been to Fenway. I've been to a lot of stadiums. You better not wear their fucking shirt. Well, see, that's the point. <laughs> yeah, see, that's she didn't, the point. She didn't root for, at no point, let me tell you right was now. Was she like, go Yankee? No. no. No, no, yay team! No, no, she was not. She was not rooting for the. She was enjoying the baseball game, which I do. Right. There are Why lots of like times baseball? where I've seen like, I've seen two like. Uh, I saw the Orioles and the Red Sox play actually at Camden right. Yards. I didn't right. root for nobody, right. although I kind of secretly rooted for the Orioles because I hate Boston that much. Right. But I enjoyed the baseball game. Right. And that's what she did. And she had never been in the stadium. This was the old stadium before it right. got uh, replaced. It was a great experience. But her family, because, you know, the Mets suck and they're sad about it. And I get it. Um, but I guess it was a, it was kind of close to the Subway Series. The Mets didn't right. suck a few years pre- back. But, yeah, so we were totally caught. Totally caught. She was she. I she did was it given her so day? much grief. No, it was funny. Like we okay. could laugh about okay. it, but boy, did she caught a lot of grief. Oh my! We were just like, what are like the chances? Like you got caught cheating. Like you, like you got caught in bed. Hundred <clears throat> percent. That's crazy. It was That's like, what we had. To, we had a podcast about fanatic sports stuff. I did talk about that. And that yeah. was. Yeah, but I understood it, but. <coughs> but yeah, I had to say like I had an extra ticket I guilted her into going I, I, I kind of made her she only enjoyed the, the game she didn't root for the Yankees not to worry she had her headset on she had yeah. <laughs> dark glasses on she wasn't interested <laughs> she was, was in the bathroom a lot but the chances are you know that's a crazy in a city of 8 million know, and she didn't she wasn't taking me to her family's favorite restaurant it right. was her favorite restaurant right. so I thought like oh is this where your whole family, family goes? goes so right. of course we got co- no 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 it was not right so that was another lesson and it's a fucking small it's world it's a small world I think I think you have to be mindful <laughs> what you say and what you do and feel good about the decisions you make so it doesn't come back on you. I think that's I hysterical. I pretty much assume. That's hysterical. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, really yeah. hysterical. It was, that's super fun. That's super fun. Yeah. Yeah, we have a lot of small world moments. I can't think of any right now other than um, me doing psychic oops sometimes, but it happens. Mm-hmm. You get a lot of my small worlds. People think when I was younger, I had a lot of boyfriends. And and <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get upset when I talk about it. When you were young, I was young. So here's now. the five. Here's the five years of difference again. You were 19, 18, 19. Yeah. And I was twenty four, twenty five, and yeah. I'm working in Poughkeepsie. Yeah, at the theater, and I would walk someplace to lunch, <laughs> and some random dude would be like, "Yo, yo," <laughs> calling at me, and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> Yo, yo, what's we look up? Alike. And, and why are you being such a bitch? <laughs> Some Latino black guy. Why are you being such a bitch? I'm like, what? We hung out totally. I was like, hold on, hold on, everybody. <laughs> are you saying that we hung out at Front Street? That's my sister. And you don't even know her name. So, yeah. I probably didn't know his name either. Yeah. So there were no names exchanged. I'm like, yeah, that's my sister. Oh, you guys look alike. What's your name? <laughs> Fuck off. Is my name. Take a fucking walk is my name. But it doesn't happen. Well, you, it happened a lot. It, ha- it happened. Too much. When it happens much. more than twice. <laughs> that's a lot. Well, that ship sailed quite a long time ago. But it's fun to reminisce of how awesome that is. That's fun. 
Yeah, for you. For you, it was a fun time. I was getting, why are you such a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> you like, what, what happened now? Not, sorry, wrong one. Yeah. Wrong one. Wait, which bitchy time are we talking about? <laughs> Apparently, there's a lot of them. So, which one are you talking about? <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, my God. So fun. Oh, my God. This was a really fun topic. So... Okay, I don't, I don't know what else I can think of about a small world. I'm rubbing my eye. You can't see it because we're on a podcast. Well, you know, we're I all connected. There's so much connectivity. I think it's about connection. It's, a, it's about being mindful. It's about yeah. And what Not you thinking fear, you only bring near. <gasps> Which, that's what it. What you fear, you bring near is exactly right. Right. You yeah. Fear, you fear you're gonna yeah. get caught. You're gonna get caught. And you know what? Jerk comes out of the laundry too. I always have a thing about that. I was yeah. like, you know, one of the conversations I always have with Henry is that I I don't do things I don't really want to, like, actually, I do a lot of things I don't want to do because I've done as a sister. But <laughs> in my life, for real, like, not joking around, there's nothing I do on a daily basis that would make me not want to fall, that I couldn't fall asleep to. Like, I have such a clear conscience about things that I do and choices that I make. Mm-hmm. And I think that is so important because I never want to worry what if this happens? If I do something that doesn't feel right or if it's not on my moral compass, I don't do it because I have to sleep at night. And I get a lot of people when I do readings and, su- and such, like, um, I, get, I have a lot of people who have affairs and they mm-hmm. come to me to say, is my, is my spouse going to find out? I always say yes. Yeah, I, I always you know, say I'm guilty yes. of that. Yeah, I always I'm say I'm guilty of that. Absolutely. May not be now, yeah. but it could be, you know. I'm prepared for whatever yeah. uh you have to whatever be accountable. Me. I am accountable. I can answer to it. Yeah. Um I But I, yeah. I the secretive and like being like is this choice bringing you closer to your divine path or is mm-hmm. it taking away? If I have to look over my shoulder, what's the point of living? Mm-hmm. like either they get off the pot should or get off the pot like if you're not happy yeah. in your relationship or you're ha- if you do something that's just not conscious thinking you know it, i think that it really holds your life back and i think the conversation of small world that is goes that. back to self-sabotage yeah because yeah sometimes, why do you make those decisions yeah a lot of times you put you you know that you punish yourself you sabotage yourself yeah, yeah. because your fear of success your fear of self-realization right makes you make these decisions so that you don't deserve right and yeah and and uh, i'm not talking about one if if anybody's listening this is not about you i'm just saying like there's so many i've so it's about me it's about you but like so many people put themselves in situations where everyday living is a constant thought of is this finally is it is it is the shoe gonna drop yeah is is am i gonna get find out and small world is this um, you're gonna you're gonna go out with somebody you're not supposed to go out with, and you're gonna go to a restaurant. Who do you think is gonna be sitting next to you? Right. It's like Margaritaville, right? That song is that the right song? Pina um, Colada. If you got Pina Colada, oh. <laughs> and you get called Margaritaville. <laughs> is it Margaritaville? The Pina Colada song. Yeah, it was. It's, it's, it's about that. Oh, it's, I love when life comes all around to bad AM seventies. Oh, it's songs. the best. And I had that. Yeah. Song. If you like Pina Colada, okay. And now I have it in my head. So yeah. that is the conscious thinking. So so the for mind- those people who are under the age of fifty right. who don't know the song, it basically is about. Do you know what the song is about? So do you know the song about Pina Colada song? Is it Margaritaville? No, it's it the Pina from- Colada song. Stop saying Margaritaville. What That's is Margaritaville? Jim- Margaritaville is the mediocre Jimmy Buffett bullshit. Oh, I'm sorry. I got no. my seventies. I drinks. just know it from Shrek. <laughs> is Pina Colada song in Shrek? If yeah, you like pina coladas and get cold in the rain. It's yeah, about this guy who writes yeah. a classified ad like looking for better romance and he gets an answer. He's and married and he's married. And he's married and he gets an answer and he they have a back and forth like cute thing back and forth and they agree to meet and of course when he shows up they laugh because it's her it's his wife so she was looking for some good she times was looking too. For I know look look so, so his, his voice face. like what a good <laughs> Story. It's a good song. It's it's it, a great story, and it's a song that will stay in your head for right. decades, it's now, <laughs> and, and, and for hours at this point. So, but that's the conversation is about. We talked about mindfulness and the small world. It's called escape. Okay, I just looked it up, and yeah, oh, it's called escape. Yeah, and I, I find an escape. Find an escape. It. Yeah, and you know, so you know, and and every day. In the morning, like what I love, and I'm going to do this, is that on Patreon, we're doing the card of the day. Yeah. 
And card of the day is not just saying what's going to happen during the day. It's how are you going to make yourself the transmute any negativity into positivity for that day? And what's the message for that? Mm -hmm. And so when I wake up, I say today is going to be a great day. Today is going to be a very productive day. And I'm going to make decisions that are going to make me feel good. And so if I'm in a situation where I have an opportunity, an opportunity comes to me where it's it, for a moment, it might feel good. If I get hit on by a guy and this guy's really cute, I go, I go, well, that's not even an option because that's not going to make me feel good after that moment. So that's a bad choice. What I have a hard time with is when chocolate cake is in the refrigerator. Right. <laughs> I'm like, this is a fucking bad right, choice. And right. I'm like, wait a second. Is this yeah. going to make me feel good? Yeah. So every day I have to say today, I'm going to not, I'm going to resist sugar today. I'm going Ugh. to resist. Maybe that's my September things. project. You know what? I, I think got, we can I have practice. got to curb my sugar. You got to stop. How long to, we've been doing this podcast almost a year. I and think I they're tired here. I think they're tired of hearing that. Our people are Our tired. They're of tired it. of the sugar addictions. <laughs> So, so I think that that's about making conscious decisions. It's about being mindful. It is a small world. Dirt comes out of the laundry. Um, you know, really, it's not the heat; it's the humidity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not the heat. It's like I could go on about it. I think that is. I think that's the connection with all this and being mindful in, in your every second to make your life better and happier and have a clear conscience about things. I think that's a good ending, Dom. It is a good ending. I'm so grateful. I'm putting on the Pina Colada song right now. I can't, we can't play it because we don't have the we don't have the royalties. I know. And oh we don't gosh, have the royalties. Gosh. She's putting on a thing. Oh my God! Star, I we can't, can't get do it to Star Receiver. Donna, your phone's out of control. This is not it. Yeah, it is. Oh, I don't know if yeah. we can sing to it. Let's sing to it. No, <laughs> nobody wants to hear that. I think so. But we're gonna say goodbye to it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, Oh, it's in um, Is it's it in, in Spanish? the Gardens of the Galaxy. It's not in Spanish. <laughs> I thought so too. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say it's in like, Spanish. No, that's strong. Okay, bye everyone. Bye. Until next time, we're gonna be. Next time, it's gonna be our year anniversary. Happy five. High five. High five. Happy five. Have a happy five. All right, bye. Five minutes. You like pina coladas. And get caught in the rain. Boop, 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 boop. Okay. <laughs> Open up my window.